Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Good Friday, Labor Day holiday weekend to you and yours. He's Keyshawn Johnson. He's Jay Williams. I'm Freddie Coleman. I'm Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin on ESPN Radio, ESPN News, Sirius XM Channel 80, and the ESPN app presented by Progressive Insurance. Anytime a guest starts about to hang out with us, they're here thanks to the Goodyear Hotline. We're going to talk about that low ceiling when it comes to Mac Jones' first year with the Patriots, according to, and we'll fill in that blank. We'll do that in about five minutes. But we had Rex Ryan on the show yesterday. ESPN NFL Alex got a new podcast coming up, Organized Chaos, dropping September 12th with Bart Scott. We had a conversation with him about Kyla Murray, and so many people wondering, make or break year, what's going to happen with that air raid offense? Rex Ryan had this thought about what that needs to happen for Kyla Murray to be successful going forward. You, as a head coach, have got to bring back this air raid thing and go back to a damn NFL offense where you're balanced, you're able to run the football, you're able to protect the quarterback, instead of letting this this young superstar back there do his thing. Like, he's got to work his magic. And if there were to just, you know, like, I don't know how uh, if people realize how special this young quarterback is. But do more of the Russell Wilson-type offense than this air raid thing, and I think you'd be more productive. So that's Rex Ryan. We know as a defensive guy. Keyshawn talking about Kyler Murray, how this is how he can be not defended as much by letting him cook but in a different way. And I get the sense he's not the only one that feels that way about Kyler Murray and that air raid in the National Football League. Well, the the, the system is garbage as a whole. I, I don't like Damn, it. Uh, it, it. I've never liked it. You go all the way back to college, which is a different game than the pros. What has this system won? It puts up a lot of points and a lot of yards and statistics, whether it's Texas Tech, Washington State, Mississippi State, Kentucky with – how mummy years ago, whatever it is, SMU, Cal, it wins nothing. Kyler Murray could play in a West Coast-style system like Russell Wilson is in Seattle and thrive in that system and win in a lot of games and get into the playoffs and those sort of things. And that's what Rex is saying. It puts so much pressure on the defense because if you go three and out, your defense is right back on the field. They don't, they don't even know what a running the ball is like. I don't even think they've ever even seen a fullback. So it's like, you know, and, and I'm a receiver. And I'm a receiver, so naturally you would think that I want to be in this offense that throw the ball every single down. No, I don't. No, I don't, because in the end I'm trying to win. And I cannot win with this style of play. And on top of that, it puts my quarterback in harm's way, and I don't want that. One man's garbage could be another man's treasure. And I hear what Key's saying, but as a fan, I like watching the air raid. I like seeing Kyler Murray out there scrambling. I like seeing them spreading out the defense. And look, I mean. You also like eight wins a year, huh? I mean, well, he took them from five, five and ten and one the year before. I mean, so that's, that's an improvement, is it not? I mean, that, that's an improvement. So my thing is, if it continues to improve, I understand people may not like it because they don't think they can win with it. But they have made improvement from the year prior to last year. Let's see if they continue to make more improvement with the pieces they've added with A.J. Green and some of the things that they brought over, J.J. Watt defensively as well. It's going to be hard to have that, not saying to have that kind of success or make a bump up, Keyshawn and Jay Will, because look at that division. You got San Francisco, you got Seattle, you, you, you got the Los Angeles Rams. Those are three rough customers that you have to deal with six times a year. And if you're running an air raid offense that puts your quarterback in harm's way, that's why I believe where Rex Ryan was coming from. It's not so much about that he doesn't believe Kyler Murray and that air raid can be successful. We've seen a little bit of that here and there. 
but you're getting your quarterback hit one week by Aaron Donald, potentially. Another week by Bobby Wagner, who doesn't get enough credit for being one of the best linebackers in football for Seattle. And then when you play the San Francisco, everybody hits you in San Francisco. It could be Fred Warner, their linebacker. It could be Bosa. I think that's where Key and Jay, where Rex Ryan was coming from, thinking you got to do a better job protecting your quarterback because in that division, if you don't do it, you're not doing your quarterback any favors. Well, not with just in the division, outside the division. Uh, yeah, it, it looks cool watching Kyler Murray scramble for his life and throw the football 60 yards. That looks great. Woo, look, I'm a fan. I like that. I'm going to sit up and watch exciting football. In the end, you're not going to win enough games to make any hay at all in the National Football League. Yes, they made an improvement. So every single year, you just keep getting better and better. One more game, you win. Guess what? Time is getting ready to run out. You don't, This is not the Cincinnati Bengals and Marvin Lewis where they're just going to sit around for 20 years and let you just coach eight win seasons. That this is the National Football League. At some point, you 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 were a little probably a little too young, Jay, to remember when the Arizona Cardinals only had about 8,000 people in the stands because they couldn't win games. You don't want to get back to that messing around with this air raid system. This is a make-or-break year, in my opinion, for Cliff Kingsbury Steve Kime, the general manager, and Kyler Murray. This is a make-or-break year, or else you're going to hear people start to say, you know what, man, get rid of this stuff. Get rid of it. Get it out of the league. Steve Spurrier came into the league with it. How did that go? I mean, it just does not fit what the NFL does. I didn't say it was going to be in the best interest for Kyler Murray in his career moving forward if he's getting cracked every single down. Cracked. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but, but I'll tell you, like, Damn. I, 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 I you just. AJ, yeah. You certainly are not a football player where you used to work. I'm not a football player, dog. <laughs> and when I, it looks like y'all getting cracked out there when they get hit that way, man. I ain't trying to get hit like that. Like he's a you nut, hit me right? on the wrist, that's a foul. You got four more and your ass is out. I do all that physicality stuff, man. All I'm saying is that it's entertaining to watch from that perspective the way Kyler Murray plays. So, I mean, I, look. This is a make-or-break year for them. Yeah. But I wonder what kind of improvement they will be able to make if they – look, DeAndre Hopkins made an incredible catch last year. They had a couple plays that they had some incredible things happen their way for them to be 8-8. Eight and eight. There was luck on their side. But it is entertaining to watch. I'll say yeah. that. Well, we'll see how entertaining it is to watch not only with him, but look at Mac Jones in New England because we know they're going to protect the quarterback. They're going to run the football. They're going to have two tight ends. They're going to have 12 personnel, one running back, two tight ends to yep. protect them. And I wonder how much, let's say, if that works out in New England. Let's say Mac Jones gets that team to the playoffs. Even though Bart Scott has cautioned people, hey, the ceiling should be low, system quarterback coming out of Alabama. We, he doesn't have a lot of faith that that's going to work to the effect that people believe it should work in New England with Mac Jones. But we'll see if this turns around to Key's point with the Arizona Cardinals, that if Kyler Murray, to use your term, Jay, is getting cracked all the time because they're not protecting him, then all of a sudden, oh, if they're protecting their quarterback in New England, why are you not doing the same thing with the Arizona Cardinals? It's going to be interesting how Mac Jones, when he develops and how he develops, and how they can make that comparison with an offense that's not an air raid offense to what they're trying to run in Arizona. Well, well it's just bringing them along slowly. Mac Jones is, is there as a, a quarterback that was supposed to be the future, but the future got sped up to today. And the one thing that Bill Belichick and Josh McDaniel, in particular Bill Belichick, knows how to evolve with times. He understands how to change things up. 
You look at last year with Cam Newton, they started off 2-1, and one, Cam gets hurt, or Cam gets COVID, then all of a sudden it looks different because when he comes back from that, they completely switched to a running game because they realized they could not throw the football. They didn't try and continue to force it. Now you insert Mac Jones into the offense. This is going to look more like Tom Brady, early years of Tom Brady's Super Bowl era, opposed to the late years of Tom Brady in New England. You don't turn the ball over. You orchestrate methodical drives, and you keep your team in position to win each and every week. That's what I feel like Mac Jones can do. Sure. He can be that type of consistency for their team. And if he makes a big throw in terms of pushing the ball and getting into playmakers because people, people banged on him but saying, well, he had all those playmakers around him, but you still got to get the ball down the field. You still got to hit guys. Every quarterback got playmakers around him. Right. You don't, I'm not going to discount him because of that. Yeah, but people were discounting him, saying that, well, look in the offense he played and anybody could have made those throws. I thought they were not giving him enough credit for making those plays down the field. I'm not saying, Key, you and Jay were doing it, but we know how people love to say, okay, you guys think this guy's that great, however. But if it was so easy, then everybody would do it. I think he's a good quarterback that fits what New England wants to do. That's what I think. I think he's a good quarterback that fits what New England wants to do. I know pre-draft, the San Francisco 49ers traded up to their spot, and everybody went crazy. Oh, they're going to go after Mac Jones. I came back uh, after being off for a minute, and I heard the whole noise. I said, man, they're not trading up for Mac Jones because he did not fit what Kyle Shanahan, regardless to what Kyle Shanahan and the smoke screens with John Lynch were. He did not fit the San Francisco 49ers. He just didn't. Everybody wanted it to be that, but the whole time they were looking at Trey Lance, even though they might have been telling people other things. That's just you, what you like is what you like. You know, that's, that's what it is. Certain guys like smaller receivers. Other guys like big receivers. And in basketball, some people like big guards. Some people like small guards. Some people don't like centers. Some people like five running the floor with three forwards instead of a five, a traditional five. I mean, it just it's all about the system is what what the personnel groupings are that you like. Look, some GMs when I, when GMs look at talent, some GMs could say, "Well, this talent is so off the charts that I can build a system around him." Other people sit there like Bill Belichick and say, "I'm not going to move from my position where I'm going to draft because I have a system in place with talent that I'm bringing in in the off season." that I think can drive the talent that I have. And I think it was that sweet spot for Bill Belichick for him to find a guy that, is there talent there? Yeah, there's a ton of talent. Is it the right. same ceiling as a Trey Lance? No, but you don't need that with the style in which you run. And sometimes it's that simple for schematically how they look at them running their teams. Either way, schemes can work. If you got the players who can make those schemes work, then all of a sudden not a, not a lot of people are going to complain about it if you're able to do that, whether you're in Arizona, the air raid, trying to work there at Kyler Murray, or Mac Jones' first season being the quarterback of the New England Patriots. Good stuff by Jay Williams and Keyshawn Johnson. I'm Freddie Coleman and Keyshawn, Jay Will and Zubin on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, ESPN News, and Sirius XM Channel 80, presented by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who save with Progressive save over $700 on average. When you're getting ready to open up the season, you can just kind of feel it in the air. Feel it coming in. Yeah, it's coming in fast, coming in hot like a meteor. Follow you into the back, into the eye of the storm. I want to punish them for four quarters. They ain't playing nobody like y'all. Oh, oh, oh. oh, you wanted college football? Wow! Oh, oh. He called it. Can you believe this? How about that? 
It's not really about what you want. It's about what you're willing to do to get it. Give me a, a, a The legend is born. Me, Tough, and Dragon. See, I like our production and everything, but Man. I got a problem with it. What's the problem, real quick? Oh, every time they show the highlights in the production, they show every other college team except USC. Aha. Uh-huh. Like well, yeah, I, I got to have a real conversation with whoever keeps putting these things together for ESPN. That'll be between you and the graphics department, so that's going to be a conversation. I want to make sure there's video of that. But either way, college football is back in full force, especially this weekend. Two major league games on ESPN and ABC. Alabama taking on Miami, 3.30 Eastern time, then Clemson versus Georgia, 7.30 Eastern time. Both of those games on ABC. Let's bring our man Ryan McGee. Does a great job at ESPN.com senior writer, also the host of Marty McGee Weekends on ESPN Radio. He is here thanks to the Goodyear Hotline. Ryan, we know you're down there for Alabama versus Miami. Many people will believe that this is going to be a cakewalk with the number one Crimson Tide taking on number 14 Miami. What do you think? Um, I think it will be eventually. Oh, and by the way, uh, Key, I understand what you're saying about USC. I'm a Tennessee grad, but neither one of us uh, – no, 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 don't no, say uh, no, neither one of us. Don't do that. Don't do no, that. No, 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 no. Listen, listen. I, I, I remember when my school used to be included in these things, too. Eventually, at some point, we'll get back to it. We ain't there right now. But, no, hey, but, but to your question, I, I think that uh, Manny Diaz is my dude. Um, I think he's had literally a year to get ready for this game. Uh, I think they'll hang early, but the problem that Miami's going to have with Alabama is the same problem that, everyone else has, which is Miami's got 22 really good starters. The problem is Alabama's got 100 of them. And, and so uh, I think even if they hang early, unfortunately, um, Alabama's just got too much. And, you know, they're Alabama. Ryan, are they still Alabama, though? Because when you look at it, they're going up against Miami Hurricanes, right? And not no Najee Harris, no Mac Jones, no Devontae Smith, no uh, Jalen Waddle. No Leatherwood, Alex Leatherwood on the offensive line. I mean, you, you start to look at uh, what they lost on the offensive side of the ball, never mind what they lost on the defense side, guys like Patrick Sertan. You, you, you lose so much talent. Are they still the number one team in the country, or is it the ghost of Nick Saban still hunting the rest of college football? Well, and it's not only that, it's replacing the offensive coordinator and the defensive coordinator, and it's it's all of that. But, but, you know, we've had this same conversation about this team for 15 years, which is, (laughs) hey, they they just lost the Heisman Trophy winner. Hey, they just lost half their defensive line of the league. Hey, uh, they just, uh, their their OC and DC both just left for head coaching jobs. And, And what's he do? He goes and gets two former NFL head coaches, and hires them as the coordinators. And, you know, and, oh, by the way, his quarterback, um, he just casually drops at media day. His quarterback's already making seven figures with NIL. So, I mean, he's, it, it, they, just, they just reload. And it's just the depth of it. I mean, that's just is, is that you know, they're just so ridiculously deep that even if the guys that we all have penciled in now are the dudes, you know, then somebody like Tua, I'm literally looking out the window at the building where Tua walked out onto the field and threw one pass and won a national championship and became the starting quarterback. So it, it's just, you know, that's just who they are. So I keep trying to find reasons to say, ah, you know what, they're going to take a step backwards. 
And um, and every single year I do that, they end up winning a national championship. Mm-hmm. Ryan, let's talk about some other dudes. Last night, Ohio State was able to beat Minnesota on the road. C.J. Stroud played well, especially in the second half. What were your thoughts on his performance? Yeah, especially in the second half. Uh, you know, it was, it was and and to, to what he was just saying. You know, no matter who you are, and no matter how good you are, um, you know, Ohio State still was replacing so much offensively, and it took a half. And they're playing against. I think it's a really fair comparison between that game and that Alabama-Miami game, which is the fact that you know there's going to be an adjustment period and it's going to be in the first half, but ultimately, um, you know, those guys they are who they are. And so credit to Minnesota, we kind of forgot about them. You know, it was row the boat and all that stuff two years ago, and mm-hmm. they're going to change the world and blow up the Big Ten. And then last year happened, and we just kind of forgot about them. They're really good, and obviously, we all learned last night. Really good at running back, but but Ohio State again just wore them down, and uh, and it's a team that knows how to win. You know, Miami, uh, it, they 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 eventually will know how to win again all the time like they used to. Minnesota will learn how to win again, but Ohio State knows how to win. Alabama knows how to win, and you guys know that. There's no substitute for getting off the bus knowing that you're going to win the football game, as opposed to getting off the bus thinking, man, I think we might can win this game. Yeah, yeah. great stuff by Ryan McGee, host of Marty McGee. You can catch it on ESPN Radio and the SEC Network at 9 o'clock Eastern time. ESPN senior writer joining us here in Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin on ESPN Radio. Clemson and Georgia, I mentioned that ball game. Clemson number three in the country, Georgia number five. I know Georgia has a lot of beat-up people, but that's a pretty talented football team. Which team needs to win this game more to help their chances, even though it's week one when it comes to the college football playoff? Oh, it's Georgia. It's not even close. You know, Clemson can lose this game. And if you lose to a team that everybody's saying might go to the playoff, and then you walk into an ACC schedule, you know they're they're going to play in Charlotte twice. They're going to play there uh, Saturday night, and they're going to play there, you know, in the first weekend in December in the ACC championship game. That's just what they do. So Clemson's road to recovery with the loss uh, is not that steep. And, and people are going to say, ah, you know what? Uh, they got a new quarterback. You know, that, that's why they got off the slow start, whatever. And in Georgia, if they lose that game, they're walking straight into the to the SEC. Their schedule's crazy. And, and so I just think – and plus, with Georgia, it's if they lose that game, it becomes, you know, oh, man, here we go again. You know, we, we lost the game that we should have won. And, uh, you know, they, they have double-digit wins every year, but there's always one they lost, and there's always usually two they lost to teams that are in the playoff. And so it, their fan base – um, is just going to – the shoulders are going to be drooped. Right, right. Uh, can I you, them all on I-85. Gosh, you're right. If, if Clemson were to lose and then say the quality of candidates that they play aren't at the same level that Georgia will get the opportunity to play, and then say for some reason North Carolina doesn't make the ACC championship, how would you then look at Clemson? Well, I think Clemson gets the benefit of the doubt because of what they've done for the last 10 years. And this happened with them before, you know. I mean, even when they started this run um, and we're going to with the Sean Watson and we're going to the, to the college football playoff every year, they every year they lose a game they shouldn't lose. Lost Syracuse. You know, that they get the benefit of the doubt because of their resume. And, uh, you know, not every school gets that, but, but Alabama, uh, Clemson, and probably Ohio State are the three that do. Ryan McGee, ESPN's college football reporter, co-host of Marty and McGee. Uh, Ryan, 
what other team outside, and I like to say this all the time because you know I'm an SEC hater, uh, <laughs> what, what team outside of Alabama and Georgia in the SEC is hiding behind Alabama to be good? Uh, Texas A&M is really, really good. Yeah, you, you um, yeah, Texas A&M has the same problem I'm talking about with Georgia. They've never been able to get – the last time Texas A&M won a national championship, Gone with the Wind was the number one movie at the box office. Wow. Jeez. And I'm not, I'm not making that up. Wow. And, and, was that R.C. So, Slocum? No, that was uh, uh, Jackie yeah. Sherrill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jackie Sherrill was still coach. No, no but, but they they just – they're also – I was talking to Paul Feinbaum about this yesterday. A&M's problem right now, too, is, is what LSU's problem was forever, which is they're so obsessed with the Alabama game. Mm-hmm that it just sucks the energy out of everything else around it. I mean, I, Marty and I were out uh, with Jimbo Fisher, gosh, probably six weeks ago working on something, and, and already there, everybody out there, including Jimbo, were talking about the Alabama game. Go win the Alabama game. Got to win the Alabama game. And that's great. But, but you know, if you get so obsessed with one game, sometimes you might lose a little traction in the other ones. But, man, they are loaded, especially on defense. And, and so it's uh, – when – I'm thinking about the Alabama A&M game too, but but I think they're the one. I, I think if they, if they played in a different league, um, uh, we just automatically be talking about them being in the playoff as opposed to having to play Alabama in the SEC West. Yeah, well, we saw we saw before A&M go down to Tuscaloosa with Johnny Manziel, and that was right. It was the Alabama game, Alabama, Alabama. They beat yep. Alabama, but they still didn't get into the playoff, or they still yep. didn't get into the national championship. So. It's more than just Alabama they should be concentrating on. It is, but but at the same time, I mean, you know, it's uh, it, 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 who's your target? You know, who 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 do we need to be to get to the next level? And honestly, it's part of why none of you know Nick Saban is still undefeated. It's up to like sixteen or seventeen and zero now against former assistant coaches, and that includes Jimbo Fisher. Hmm. And part of the reason is those guys are so obsessed uh, with beating the man that. Uh, that they never do. And so, yeah, and, and that's exactly how Nick Saban liked it. Yeah, that's Nick's, why he's the man. Yeah, yeah that, just like Ric Flair, to beat the man. Well, you know the rest of the story. Hey, Ryan, always a pleasure, my friend. Enjoy the weekend, especially when it comes to Alabama versus Miami. You take care, brother. Thanks, Ryan. All right, guys, appreciate it. I'm at right. Ryan McGee from the SEC Network and Marty and McGee on ESPN Radio on the weekends. He was here thanks to the Goodyear Hotline brought to you by Goodyear, making the plays that move you forward Goodyear more driven. Catch Marty McGee Saturdays, 9 a.m. Eastern time on ESPN Radio and the SEC Network. He's Keyshawn Johnson. He's Jay Williams. I'm Freddie Coleman on Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Zubin. Can anybody stop the Los Angeles Dodgers in baseball? Key says no. We'll get the real answer next. Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Zubin, the podcast. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. 
It is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, and ESPN News. Thanks to Indeed. Odds are you are hiring to free up more time, not lose more. With Indeed, you get the platform that delivers four times more hires than all other sites combined, according to Talent Next. Post a job and say you're hired, which Indeed.com is able to do. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. That is Indeed.com slash credit. So we got the Giants here, got the Dodgers there. You got maybe another day with the Mets involving their mess this season. Let's see if Buster only agrees with Keyshawn Johnson about his Dodgers. ESPN Baseball Insiders here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. (laughs) Thanks to the Goodyear Hotline. We're going to start the Los Angeles Dodgers. They're in the tie buster with the San Francisco Giants. Keyshawn Johnson, I'm surprised he didn't wear his Dodgers hat or his old Jackie Robinson uniform from back in the day with the Brooklyn Dodgers. But who can really stop this team? now that they're white hot in the National League. Yeah, it's amazing, Freddie, isn't it, that these two teams are tied and it feels like the Dodgers have a three-game lead because of all that momentum that they built since they made that uh, trade just before the deadline for Max Scherzer and Trey Turner. They are gathering momentum, and they are clearly the favorite now to win the World Series. Look, the Giants have been, to me, the, the best story in baseball this year, the most surprising team. Nobody thought that they would contend this year. They hit a ton of home runs. Uh, it's a team, as Joe Girardi, the Phillies manager, said, it seems to have an answer for every matchup. But the Dodgers uh, caught them, and we'll see this weekend if they can actually pass them in this three-game series. Tonight we got the Giants, as you know, but we got David Price on the mound, a big lefty for us with a 3.8 ERA. Why David Price tonight? Is it just his turn in the rotation? Um, well, that's part of it. Look, they have to, uh, at this stage, you know, there are parts of their rotation, the way the Dodgers do things, uh, that they're going to mix and match with some guys. And I think a lot of it, too, Key, is when you look at the, the potential matchups with the Giants, opposing managers like to line up lefties against them when they have the possibility, while knowing that they're going to be going to the bullpen during the course of the game. Because, you know, the Giants have Brandon Belt as a key member of the lineup, a left-handed hitter, and Brandon Crawford, Mikey Stremski, all important left-handed hitters. I wonder if that's part of it for Dave Roberts. Buster, uh, what a week it's been for the Mets. Oh. I mean, between general managers, Zach Scott and the DWI, Javier Baez with the thumbs-down scenario going on with the fans. I mean, what, what has this done for the reputation of the Mets? Well, they are definitely the car wreck that everyone else in baseball is rubbernecking right now. There's no <laughs> doubt about it because, you know, the, the assumption was when the Wilpons sold the team to Steve Cohen that there would be more stability because for years the Mets were known as one of the, the most dysfunctional organizations in baseball. But I've had people in that organization say, you know what, there was more stability when the Wilpons were here. Now that can get better uh, as we move forward. And I think baseball Based on what's happened this year, uh, look, Steve Cohen, uh, any change that he could make going forward, he could be conscience-free. And a name that's been mentioned a lot in the media is Theo Epstein, of course, who uh, you know was the general manager of the Boston Red Sox when they broke this, uh, you know, they finally broke through and won the World Series in 2004. General manager of the Chicago Cubs when they uh, won the World Series in 2016. Uh, and he's a free agent right now. And if Steve Cohen can offer him the Hamptons and you know, Montauk <laughs> and Long Island, maybe he could convince Theo to, to join. I will tell you, uh, among the peers, folks uh, who work in front offices around baseball, a name they're mentioning a lot is David Stearns, 
the president of baseball operations for the Milwaukee Brewers. He's not a free agent. He has a year left on his deal, I'm told by sources. Uh, and Steve Cohen would have to get permission from the Brewers to let that happen. David Stearns grew up in New York as a Mets fan. Uh, he also would be a natural fit. I, I Just my guess, my instinct is, is that Theo would not want that job right now. And I don't blame him one yeah. bit, even for my New York Mets. ESPN Baseball Insider Buster Olney joining us here in Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin on ESPN Radio. The other team in New York at one point had a 13-game winning streak, the New York Yankees. I know there's something a little bit that happens in Major League Baseball, but we could possibly get a Yankees-Red Sox wild card, which would make people at ESPN extremely happy if that happens. How much can the Yankees get back in terms of if they get past that wild card being that threat in the American League to win it all? Oh, I think the American League now is wide open uh, because when you look at, you know, the teams that we viewed as favorites for intermittently here, Chicago White Sox are running away with the American League Central. Guys, they've been hammered by injuries in the last week. You know, the shortstop Tim Anderson going down, Lucas Giolito, Lance Lynn. The Astros have a really good offense. I think there's some questions about their depth. The Tampa Bay Rays right now are the best team in the American League. They're demonstrating that. They're going to win the American League East again. But the Yankees, with all that power, with the increased depth since the trade deadline, they would be really dangerous. And oh, by the way, uh, Garrett Cole is pitching better than he has the entire season. You know, that amazing outing the other night, uh, what was the number? 32 swings and misses on four-seam fastballs in that start against the Angels the other day. And we know, again, is we're a month away, but we are, already can start hyping a potential Yankees-Red Sox wildcard game. We know what that matchup would be. Garrett Cole against Chris Sale of the Red Sox. That would be a lot of fun. Buster, we know the Giants and the Dodgers are the best two teams in baseball right now. Is there a sneaky team that we're not talking about that can come out of nowhere and steal this World Series from the Dodgers? The Milwaukee Brewers. Look, they're not going to get a lot of attention, uh, I think, among casual fans. But when you look at their rotation and you look at the strength of their bullpen and how their offense is improving, it seems like Christian Yelich has worked through some things and he's performing a lot better. Key, uh, that rotation, that bullpen can beat anybody in a short series. There, it's felt at times when the Brewers have played the Dodgers in the postseason in the past, like there's a yeah. big difference. But Corbin Burns is probably the number one contender in the National League as of this morning with Walker Bueller for the Cy Young Award. Uh, he's been tremendous this year. Five homers allowed in 139 innings. Wow. Um, you know, Brandon Woodruff, Freddie Peralta, that's an excellent team and very dangerous in a short series. And they are fun to watch for people who don't know about the Milwaukee Brewers. They play an exciting style of baseball. Hit them on Twitter. He's a great follow on Twitter at Buster underscore ESPN. Always a pleasure having Mr. Buster on the ESPN Baseball Insider joining us on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Always a pleasure, your brother. Take care, Buster, and you be well. Let's go, Dodgers! <laughs> if the Dodgers win the World Series, I can't even imagine what this show is going to sound like if that happens. Then it leads into the Lakers. I, if. It's just, we it just won last year. What you mean, if? Well, if. We're talking this about is this year. year. We're not talking yeah, about but, 2020. But, but, but we just won, so if you was paying attention and listening to the show this past season, I was. you would know. I, I was. I'm just saying that how much <laughs> is it going to be even more and if then, they make it back-to-back? And then, look. That. And then when we take our old guys and run the hardwood and oh, win it again, man. all of our old guys. <laughs> See, look how, look how deep he's smiling. Look at him. You can't even wipe that smile off his face even if you wanted to. We're he's- such an old NBA team. There's no way – 
Carmelo could ever help us win another one. Yeah, just need LeBron to stay healthy, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, put it this Rondo. way. They, they got enough guys that can help and they can do that. You can always hit us on the Dr. Pepper Twitter feed. Do that at Keyshawn, at Real J. Williams, and at Coleman ESPN. He's Keyshawn Johnson. He's Jay Williams. I'm Freddie Coleman and Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin. We're going to shake, shake, shake that thing involving Cam Newton, the New York Yankees, and Nick Saban. That's next. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. That's Jay Williams. He's Keyshawn Johnson. I'm Freddie Coleman on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, ESPN News, and Sirius XM Channel 80. Keep hitting us on Twitter at Keyshawn, at Real J. Williams, and at Coleman ESPN. So we're going to bring back in our boy James Steele, who we promise is not going to go through the kind of grief we gave him when we had a chance to really kind of find out if it was real or not. We threw a musical artist at him. There was some he knew, some he didn't. So James Steele, it's time to hit us with Take It or Shake It here on ESPN Radio. Tupac, James, do you I, know him? I, yeah, I know, I know of that guy. Yes, I do. Okay, not uh, Tupac. Not Tupac, Tupac. Yeah, okay. I learned that earlier. You got it, James. Okay, I got you. you uh, go. Be confident also, in yourself. Also, I don't believe that you're not going to uh, give me grief while we're doing this. True, All right, but we will. First, first one. Uh, Zach Wilson is the next Patrick Mahomes. Take it or shake it. Shake it. Shake it. Shake it. Yeah, Freddie doesn't know the game it. yet. I do. I got a good idea. No, you don't, because you would have said shake it with me. Got to say, oh, you got to say sorry. shake it. Let's try it again. This is your Zach, show. Zach Wilson <laughs> is the next Patrick Mahomes. Take it or shake it. Shake it. Shake it. Shake it. Y'all all off again. Let's try it one more time. Soon as I shake right. it, right. you, you, you what? Say, okay. What? As soon as you do what? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Jeez. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. All right. One more time. Well, off the top. Hey, as your as your as your mom would tell you, Jay. You don't know what all, my mom we, would tell me. We we all see. You try to talk Jay. like you were my father we, yesterday. We, you tripping? You going, mom, dad, father, all, big brother? You all hey, over the map, cal- man. Cal- calm down, little guy. We see you. Okay? I'm all right. Yeah. Relax. <laughs> I know right. you see me. We're gonna, we're gonna try one more. We're one try more one time. time. Yes. One more time. All right. Zach Wilson is the next Patrick Mahomes. Take it or shake it. Shake, shake it! Jeez, oh, uh, never stop. mind. Go on. Yeah, Go ahead, exactly. Key. This guy, we got to get rid of him too, huh? Okay, so here's the issue. Oh wow, really? Yeah. <laughs> Just here's got the here. issue with that type of comparison. Patrick Mahomes became Patrick Mahomes because of Andy Reid and the system and the players around him, and it took him a minute. He won a Super Bowl. He won a Super Bowl. 
The Jets can't even get in their damn playoffs. People need to relax on this kid and give him an opportunity to just learn how to play football in the National Football League. Thank you. Let's not put crazy expectations on him. Let him do his thing. I I don't even want to talk about this anymore. And I Mm -hmm. I respect Tony Romo. I just – I don't want to do that to him at this stage of his career. I'm just leaving that whole thing alone. He hasn't played an NFL game yet. Let's see what he can take or shake when he actually plays an NFL game before we throw those kind of designations on him. Yeah, I think I can speak for all of us when I, when I say there's only one Patrick Mahomes, go Chiefs. All right, uh, Cam Newton will make at least one start at quarterback in the NFL this season. Take it or shake it. Take it! Take it! Shake it. I think, I don't know, but I think he will get signed by somebody at some point in time this year, and he will make a start. Stay ready. Stay by your phone, and the opportunity will come. Somebody will get hurt. Some team will go through this where they will need a person like Cam Newton. That may happen, but it'll be as a backup. He's not making a start in the NFL this year. Guys would literally have to fall down a bunch of them before that happens for Cam Newton. So I don't see him taking a snap as a starting quarterback in the NFL, even in a backup role in the National Football League this season. All right, uh, this is Take It or Shake It on KJZ on ESPN Radio. Mac Jones and the Patriots will win the AFC East. Take it or shake it? Take it! Take it! Take it! it. Shake it. I believe that Mac Jones and, and, and the New England Patriots will win the AFC East. And I like how you put Mac Jones in front of the New England Patriots. You know, instead of just saying the New England Patriots, I saw what you did there. <laughs> I'm gonna because they're gonna do that on TV anyway. Yeah, I know, I know okay. what I'm doing back here. Good graphics. I'm gonna go uh, shake it here. I just think the uh, I know we talk a lot about New England. I know that Mac Jones is the hot topic right now, but I, I just I, it blows my mind that we keep looking over to Buffalo Bills. It blows my mind that we don't talk about them having Emmanuel Sanders, Stephon Diggs, the way Josh Allen played last year. I know people can question their run game. But damn, they are a good football team. To bring some yeah, memory, they are. yeah, they th- are. Th- to bring some memory to your memory, didn't this team play in, the a- play in the AFC Championship game last year, and gave Kansas City Chiefs a little holy, you know what, in the first half before the Chiefs ran away and hit, and they're bringing that team back with Josh Allen, who's close to being an elite quarterback. The last time I checked, since he's played in the NFL for Mac Jones and has a team that won the AFC East, I'm going to trust that more than trusting that Mac Jones is going to fit that properly with Bill Belichick and all the all-season additions in New England. Mm. All right, Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. Oh, another My reset. Man. Nice. Two resets oh, in a row. Wow. That. All guests uh, here thanks to the Goodyear headline. Continue. All right, Goodyear here headline go. or the headline? Hotline, headline, headline. headline. Hairline. All right. <laughs> no hairline the here. The Dodgers <laughs> and the Yankees will meet in this year's World Series. Take it or shake it? Shake it. Shake it. Shake it. The Dodgers for sure going to be in the chip, but I don't know about the other team. The Dodgers for sure are going to be in the World Series. I, I can't speak to the Yankees. I, Yankees are too hot and cold for me right now. I just – too hot and cold. It would be a dream for Major League Baseball and East Coast, West Coast fans, but I don't see it. We, we thought this was going to happen last year. We held our end of the bargain out West, and mm-hmm. the people out East decided to do something different. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would shake it. I would love to see it. I, I, don't think the, I don't think the Yankees have the pitching rotation to get them to the World Series. Plus, they need to clean up a lot of their amount of strikes at, at, uh, at the plate, man. It, it's, it's not good. Ninth most in the MLB. Yeah, they decided to go to the Hamptons early. Yeah. We're getting a rematch of the World Series last year with the Dodgers on one side 
and the Tampa Bay Rays on the other side. I know that they can't even get 20 fans to watch in their stadium, which means their TV contract must be ridiculous because people are staying home and watching them. But top to bottom, they're the best team in the American League. We're going to see a rematch in the World Series. Dodgers on one side, Tampa Bay on the other side. We got a seven-game series last year. Don't think we won't see that again this year between both of those teams. Mm. All right, one more real quick. Uh, Alabama will win its second straight national title. Take it or shake it. Hmm. Shake it! Shake it! Give it to us. Give yeah, I, I, I don't see, I don't see him winning another title. I mean, new quarterback, new situation. I know we just had Ryan on, and he talked about how they just continue to keep reloading, reloading, reloading. Yeah, that's true. But a lot of those guys that we saw last year had a lot of playing experience from the Najee Harris's that played as a true freshman to the Devontae Smiths, the Jalen Waddles, those guys, the Patrick Sertains, they started as true freshmen. This is a different situation with these guys. Yeah, I'll go shake it. I would like to see Ohio State in that conversation, but I think we'll end up seeing Spencer Rattler in Oklahoma win it all. How I'm about that, take Freddie? It. Uh, that's Oklahoma good. can't win a bowl game, man. Yeah, but it, it, Spencer Rattler's different. I, I'm going to take it. I, I just trust Nick Saban that he can take his in and beat Yun. <laughs> and he's going to take mm. his in and beat the rest of them when it comes to that. He's Keyshawn J- Johnson. He's Jay Williams from Freddie Coleman, Key Jay-Z. Do we need to make the playoff in college football from 4 to 12? That's next. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Zubin, the podcast. 